Hello, Jack Cavendish here. Wanted to take a few moments to speak with you about something I'm quite passionate about. Lurking fears. If you love Cthulhu and Cairo and want to feel the same dread, terror, and occasional triumph, make sure to check out Lurking Fears when you head out to your next gaming convention. With a wonderful group of demented and wildly gifted storytellers, Lurking Fears is able to weave tales that will haunt your dreams and steal your sanity, which is something I know all too well. While specializing in Call of Cthulhu, Lurking Fears also runs a host of games from a variety of other systems, so there's literally an adventure for your every taste and style. They're committed to running heavy RPG adventures, which are driven by the narrative and, of course, by the player's choices. So do check out their Facebook page and make sure you follow them to find out which gaming conventions they will be at next. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Well, it looks as if Faye is jumping headlong into yet another nightmare scenario. And if I know anything about this keep of Raz, is that we're likely facing hell on a horse with us under hoof. So I'd best load my weapons and head over to lend a gun, or two, just to keep the odds even. This episode is sponsored by our Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much for your continued support. If you're not a member yet, you can join our Patreon for as low as $1 per month to support the cast and crew of the Bardic College. Unlock bonus content featuring your favorite players, get exclusive access to shows you can't find anywhere else, and even get a chance to have Raz run a game of your choice. Visit us online at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege. You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. It's that time again. It's Cthulhu and Cairo. It's Monday at 5 a.m. Why wouldn't you be listening to Cthulhu and Cairo at 5 a.m.? I mean, that's when we release them, right? Uh, I'm Raz, and welcome back to another episode. We are gathered with the same team uh, that is now with Kent Allard flying in the gyrochopter to Rome. And they are en route to meet with Father Matthias, who has the objects, the first three objects that were collected. He was an old associate of John Schoolies. Uh, that John had met years ago at university in Portugal. And there was some sort of a connection there. Uh, you can go back to like episode 42 and 43 and hear all that. But um, yeah, so th- he's had these items in p- of power collected, hidden away. Uh, but they're going to meet him in a cafe in Rome. And he's going to meet them there. It's now three days since the Steiner phone call. They've landed. Adam's kids, when we last left them off, had been put up at the Cobalt Club. Everything's copacetic there. They're being well taken care of. Russian tutor. Uh, they're going to take the kids on... You know, they're going to bring all kinds of stuff in. They're going to have some experiments and fun things with, you know, whatever the kids do to keep themselves occupied. In 1931. In 1931. Yeah. Beakers and. It's a wooden cup and ball for four days. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been so fascinated, father. Um, (laughs) I love this cup and ball. Uh, That's good, Hans. Uh, Just stay like that. The. um, (laughs) Very. Very simple times in Germany, at least. How about Russia? <laughs> Here's a nail. <laughs> they call it rat and nail in Russia. <laughs> oh, my Used God. Use your imagination. <laughs> I don't want to. That's horrifying. I've brought all my friends together to rat and nail. <laughs> so I'm sure there were delightful times back in 1931, uh, that, the, the years that we planned. But yes, that's where we're at. So 
it's Rome. It's three days or it, you, it's the third day since you spoke to Steiner. So there's four days left. Father Mateus meets you at, you know, this little bakery cafe thing uh, just to have a, a cappuccino and something Italian pastry line, cannoli. And uh, he comes in. Um, he recognizes you, Catherine, but maybe not recognizing Faye because she may have been convalescing at that point. He would know Faye's name. Oh, sure. So he walks in um, and he's like, ah, buongiorno, Miss Ross. It's good to see you again. It's thank, thank you for meeting us on such short notice. Um, we, uh, I, I know that John had left some items with you. Before, I'm oh. sorry, may I sit? Oh, please, yes. And who is this lovely woman with you and this fine gentleman? Oh. Just so we all have... I. I got so flustered from my horrible social faux pas. This this is Faye Dawson. I extend a hand if, right? Ah, they, yes. Okay. He says, Bajoro, Miss Dawson. It's good to, from my understanding, you had a, uh, a harrowing experience. It's good to see you up on your feet again to uh, finally meet you. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, didn't think I would bounce back for getting shot in the chest, but here we are. Please don't say chest to a priest. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then he goes, I'm just a kidding. I'm Italian. It's oh. okay. <laughs> that's okay but that's right i'm <laughs> faye is just like she's remembering back to like her childhood where she went to church probably and she's like they didn't do this in brooklyn and uh you sir this is vadim gavrilov um another one of our um our comrades oh mr gavrilov father mateus it's a pleasure to meet you sir the pleasure is mine sir i am i am newest member of gang gang <laughs> Oh, excuse me. I was not aware they were a gang, but must forgive. I, I I try American slang and fail miserably. You must forgive. I speak very truthful. <laughs> Faye leans into him and she's like, "You were so close. It's uh, we'll we'll go over it again later." Why are you leaning into me, Miss Dawson? I am not leaning into you. I am leaning into Autumn. Oh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, cappuccinos. See, and uh, something to manage, little bits. Yes. He says, now, how can I help you? This uh, call was, but I must also say, before I get into that, I apologize. Is Mr. Schooling not joining us? Where is John? He's okay. Um, Oh. John has, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. Oh, well, then in that case. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, Faye just, she, she chooses her words carefully for a moment. And she goes, John is on a retreat in the mountains, in the Himalayas, uh, studying with the Buddhist monks. This is, uh, sounds something very much like John would try to do. I uh, hope he's having, uh, I hope he finds uh, some answers to any of the questions that he may ask. This is a good mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, we, we hope we hope so too. Um, we miss him dearly, love him. Um, so yeah, thank you for meeting us today. Of course, of course. Now, how can I help you? As Faye said, thank, thank you for meeting us. Um, the reason for our call... Um, and this visit, um, John entrusted you with several items, and we're going to need one of them back. Oh, um, very well. Uh, this is, uh, they are yours. I, I always told John that, that whenever he needed them, of course, to come and get them from me. Do you want me to bring all streets for them to you, and then mm. you take it, or just... Nope, just just the one. Yeah, the, the other ones will stay. Um. Also, I, I turn to Catherine and I go, we have another one to deposit, too, right? The the bone? Wait, we've got the 
the book, the flag. What's the third one? The bone he only has. Wait a second. Oh, hang hang on. Yeah. What did we? The bone was after that. But did we send it? I think I think we like sent it. Why why would we put it in the mail? I mean, hey, we've done, no. I think we we sent it. We sent it through like some. There was some thing. sort of security. Like, did we give it to a Gustav? I. Th- mm. Man, I do not remember, but I feel like somehow we securely like messengered it to be kept. Yeah, because we didn't we didn't want to keep a giant femur on our person. It's with him. Yeah, it's well. Um, but we have the new. We have the actual one that John found, so. We should put that here for safekeeping. Oh, that's right. We, there was the icky femur. Now we have the correct femur. Gotcha. Yes. So um, I, I say to I say to um, Father Mateus, I go, we need to remove one and uh, deposit another. And then another in a few days. Oh, yeah. And then um, another. Um, but we need to go and withdraw the other one first before we deposit the other one in. I'm sorry. I know this isn't making any sense. We just need to get one. And then in a couple of days, we're going to put the other one in. Okay. So which one do you need? That's, do you want here? So because this is a small place. I, um, he slides you a napkin and he takes out a very nice pen and he just says, you write down for me. I scribble the word flag onto it and I just pass it across the table. He looks at you and he goes, I see. Um, very well. This is, uh, he, he looks a little concerned, but he says, of course, whatever you, uh, you require, you are friends of, of John's. He vouched for the two of you. Um, I will get whatever you need. Thank you. And look, I know that this is a little odd, us coming out of nowhere and asking to take one, but I promise you, Father Mateus, that we, we have a plan. I don't doubt that you have a plan. Um, there is, there's a lot of rumblings already coming from um, coming out of Germany. Some of uh, our priests that are currently in Germany itself, and the faith is not many. Uh, the flock in Germany is small by comparison to, let us say, some of the Protestant faiths, especially. Lutherans and uh, others of that ilk, but already they are saying that um, this particular flag that you have, uh, they are seeing a rise in power, especially in the South, and they are not always without a violent streak. I, um, I hope you know what you're doing. I hope that you are comfortable with whatever this is. If it's to destroy it, then I see, and I say, God speed with it. If it's for some other purpose, please be aware. It already is becoming a dark symbol to some inside the church. Faye just kind of nods, but I mean, she feels, well, she feels like this is the only decision that, the only choice that they really have. Yeah. So she's just kind of, you know, she she's nodding to show that she understands what he's saying, but she's leaving it at that. Yeah, he's not in any way, shape, or form. He doesn't understand that you're giving it to another socialist. He's just saying the symbol itself is getting a bad rap. Yeah. Yeah. He says, so I've, of course, I will I will get for you. When do you wish to have me bring it to you? I don't, I don't want to, it, 
couple hours, I could have it back if it's emergency today. Uh, is this, do you want it today? How many days is it to the handoff? From now, you have three, in, on the thir- fourth day from today, so three more full days. Okay. I don't want to have it in case we are being watched. Okay. Um, does anybody else disagree? I feel we should no. get it as close to the handoff as possible. Perhaps. So you're meeting him at, you're meeting him at noon. Do you want to have it at 9 a.m. here in four days? Yes. Okay. And then we'll just sit tight, have a biscuit in full public view the entire time and wait for the handoff. Yeah. And the Rome is Rome. Uh, you pitter around, you take care of Adam, you check on your kids, everything's going well. Um, actually, your your son seems to be in less than irritable, uh, you know, mood, and your daughter's having a good time. Good. Like she's actually, they've done her hair. They're, you know, they're doing all kinds of girl things with her. They've done, you know, they're 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 doing her nails. They've they've kind of they've walked. They're they've had a Russian tutor, and they're they're making it fun. Like they they went. Um, they, they took a private tour of the zoo in the evening when the zoo was closing down. They spent two hours when nobody else was there. Aww. They tell you all about the zoo and the animals and stuff and what they saw. Oh, that's wonderful. Being immersed in Western decadence is a great thing, yes. <laughs> this is great. You're killing my kids, Mr. Allard. I fuck you for this. Um, <laughs> You're going to wait. Now? Okay. Now they're going to come back after all this is over and it's going to be run, 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 gunfight, gunfight, have your pot of beans. No, so I'm going to take him and dump him in the desert in Kenya (laughs) and be like, isn't this lovely? (laughs) No, no air conditioning and uh, you're living in a dry heat. They also tell you that they got up, that Mr. Banks had contacted the Cobalt Club and being trying to get Mr. Allard and he took them on a night tour of the museum and they saw Egyptology and all other stuff. So they've been doing nice. He didn't do it for Vodham's kids. He did it to get in good graces with Kent. Oh, 100%. Can you just let kids- a man have a moment? Nope, nope. The- My son's like, there was this gigantic Egyptian boat that used to be like the boat of the Pharaoh Seti. It was amazing. But it didn't work. It broke. <laughs> and somewhere Sid just goes. <laughs> <laughs> My barge, no. <laughs> that's, that's you prick. You went back. <laughs> Oh my god. That's Cthulhu and Cairo humor. Sorry, folks. Uh, So yes, that goes back to the barge in episode one where it moved with all the big, the rowers. (laughs) Thalima, your destination for vacation, vice, and value. Italy, the land of ancient history. Majestic mountains, welcoming people, great food, and now a must-do stop on the initiation trail for fledgling ascetics looking to spend time with the true master of hermetic magic. Let's have a word with groundskeeper Ricardo about this very special place. Hello, Ricardo. Ciao. Ricardo, in your own words, what can you tell us about the Abbey of Thelema? It's a dump. I mean, a real shithole. (laughs) Perhaps we could say a work in progress? No, 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 no. This is a place where I wouldn't bring an old bull-legged cell to fornicate with. It's a fucking shack. I mean, the roof has a hole in it, and the pigeons fly inside. All the time. Well, that may be true. However... It is. Listen to me. We Italians know a thing or two about lascivious behavior. See? Back in the day, we threw the orgies, drank lots of wine, 
and even tried the local mushrooms to get a buzz on. But we did it in marble halls with pillars, great mosaics, and baths. Ask me when the last time these animals actually had a bath. But there's more to this place than simply an adult destination for those looking to enjoy leisure time together, isn't there? Leisure time? No, they come here to write on the walls and fornicate. It's not difficult to understand. Yes, well, let's move on from that for a moment. How about this view? Pretty spectacular. It's okay. I mean, it's a nice view if anyone would care to come outside and actually look at the sea. But to be honest with you, the amount of opioids this group of freaks ingest, there's no way they can even climb their asses out of bed before 5 p.m. So who the fuck sees it? <laughs> uh, point taken. Let's skip the facility and some of the amenities and speak about the real draw of this place. The great Magus himself, Alistair Crowley. You've met him, yes? See. Many say they are immediately taken back by his appearance and majesty, his piercing blue eyes and raw animal magnetism. What was your opinion of the master thaumatist? I have a question, if, if I may. Of course. Ricardo still gets a paid, even if he tells the truth. Uh, see? Uh, of course. Ah, grazie. Okay. He was impressive. I mean, he may have been more impressive if he had some clothes on and hadn't spelled his name wrong while pissing it onto the living room wall. But he was impressive. I mean, at the 20 stone, he was a very impressive. Well, uh, that's all we have time for today. Uh, we hope you can make time during your holiday tour of Italy to stop by and speak to the master, or perhaps one of the other resident adepts who care for the Center for Mystical Learning. To make an appointment, merely contact R. Dawson at 7 Tinsdale 90330. Thank you, and until next time, Arrivederci. Yes, so at 9 a.m. on the morning of the handoff, uh, Father Mateo, Father Mateus shows up. It's in an att attache case, uh, folded the way you handed it to him. The, uh, you, you know, you quickly pop it open. Look, it's, it's obviously the same flag you took. Um, I wish we had a magic person to verify. There's, he would, why on earth? Would the Vatican swap out your flag? I oh, know. I can think of a ton of reasons, but we of course. But I'm not using them. We, Let's move we, on. We trust Father Mateus. He's one of like the uh, the yeah. fixed points, the good guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or is he? <laughs> well, well, there you go. Thanks. Um, See what you do to us, Keeper. You make us sorry. Everything. No trust. I know it's terrible. The uh, it's been seven days. It's now eleven thirty a.m. You are in the Vatican. You've walked through the, you know, the Swiss guard checks you. They normally they would check bags, but I'm sure somehow it had a false bottom or Mateo. You know what? Mateo, Mateus probably, if, if you explain to him where you're meeting, let's do this the easy way. He would walk you through security. There we go. Because if you're with a priest and he says that, that, that the shake case should be good, we're good. He's like, okay, they're good. Like a priest isn't going to let anybody get near the Pope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's pretty much. He has a yeah. secret handshake. Wait, we can't yeah. be armed then. Oh, but the, the idea no. was that we're going to be good. No, nobody's going to. No, you don't want to be armed. Okay. Yeah, no. All right. Neither will they. Good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> There's only like three gates into the damn thing and the Swiss guard are there with security dogs and everything all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah no, we will be Swiss cheese. <laughs> yeah. So you walk in and you're in the, now you're in the, in the plaza. 
right? You're looking at the basilica up ahead. I didn't know. Did you? Were you meeting him on the stairs next to the big the the big obelisk? I didn't know what what your thoughts were. In the middle at the obelisk, as public as public can get. Vada is his mouth is agape. He's just at this sheer size of it. It's yeah. He thought Red Square was big. <laughs> I'd I'd probably be enjoying it a lot more if we weren't about to <laughs> hand somebody yeah, a terrible item. This is don't worry. We'll, we'll come back on vacation maybe one day if we live and. We but have it is time. a tourist area, so this is it is January, so it's cooler. But Italy in January is still only like in the fifties and sixties, so you still have a bunch of tourists um, move, milling about. Not a problem. They're I mean, it's not like they're. It's just there's there's people. It's not like you're the only people in here at noon. Noon is busy, right? That was the whole point. You wanted to have people around you. Yeah. So um, right as the the bells are chiming in all the different cathedrals and places throughout Rome, and you can hear them going, you know, start peeling off in the distance. The you know these noises and these bells. Um, Faye, you hear? Oh, good to see you again, Miss Dawson. Is and you turn around. It's Mueller. No, bad news bears. He's scarred, right? What? He's scarred, right? Oh yeah. He's always- but he's in he's in regular clothes. He's not in his uniform, obviously. He's in street, you know, a, a a suit, tie, hat, overcoat, and he's standing there. He said it was good to see me, right? Is, good is to that- see you again. Good to see me again. Okay, good. Now I just want to make sure I have the right wording. Um, I turn. <laughs> oh wait, I no. want to make sure I have the right wording. Fuck you. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no. Faye turns. Well, before she turns. She just kind of has a panicked look on her face that she really quickly makes go away because she doesn't want him to see weakness. And she turns and she smiles and she goes, Herr Mueller, I can't say that the feeling is mutual, but hello. Hello. My associates are around. I'm sure you have yours. You have the flag, yes? Yes. Do you have what we were? Yes, I do. I would like to... uh, Ah. There's Miss Ross. Hi. He clicks his heels. Miss Ross. I, I, I make a sort of like, hello, but obviously I'm not going to click, but you get the point. He says, interesting. I did not think you had it in you. How did you, um, hmm. I wonder how you actually got into the house. That's what I want to know. Steiner's wife shocked him to the core when he found her hanging. Of course, so much so that the man cut out his eyes with a razor blade. How did you get this to happen? I don't. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're fucking talking about, Mueller. I don't threaten innocent civilians. (laughs) Miss Ross, she hung herself three days ago, and then he killed himself. That's why I am here. It is not easy for me to get out of Germany. I'm a very busy man now. But they're dead. We have been here for four days. I am sure your contacts are very aware of that. That is why we're being civil. And he smiles at you. He says, there's no need to get hostile about this with the situation. I was just interested to know how you had it happen. We thought we had protected them well enough. Obviously, we were wrong. I always find it fascinating the way your team keeps sliding out of things. But that is for another time. He reaches into his pocket, and he's got it folded up, nice and neat, inside a parcel. Everybody make an idea roll. Ooh! Ooh. Zero, zero, five. Fifteen! Yep. I rolled a nine. Damn, everyone. Look when at that. three critical. When it counts. Not critical for me, but you get... Actually, that's off Intel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I think I know. I have a feeling I know who did this. That's insane. I'm not going yeah. to tell him. 
I'm keeping that to my damn self. There is nothing but surprise on our face and going. Oh, yeah, because there know, is. Hmm, Miss Ella. <laughs> yeah. She took the business card and she grabbed the two napkins they wiped their mouths with. Yeah. From She grabbed linen from the dining room and went out. Just go, Faye, go. And she went and she got this done. She's like, nobody's fucking with us that way. So now Mueller's a little bit. This actually puts him on the defensive. He's like, fuck that guy I was protected. She did. Wait. She went to people that could get it done. Ella? She's an ex-cultist. Ella? She has contacts in the world of the occult. She is deep in this shit. All right, guys. I think we've all learned a very valuable lesson right now. Stop yelling at her. (laughs) And that's we need to stop being so goddamn mean to Ella. We have to to stop yelling at her. As far as I'm concerned, Ella can do whatever the hell she wants from now on. As long as she doesn't (laughs) cut out my eyes, hang me. I don't give a shit. It's... Uh, she's got full reign, full reign. Um, That's to, to bring this back. Whew. She used, they used magic on him. Jesus, she cursed fucking them. Christ. Good for her. She um, can't. That's not her gift, but she knows people who can. That's great. That's Bottom delicious. She's thinking she took care of the business the way it should have been taken care of. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, all right. Five points for Gryffindor. Exactly. Bottom's <laughs> like, wow, sucks. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, good. One thing I don't need to do anymore. <laughs> Kids feel safe already. <laughs> My little black book has two less names in it. <laughs> Faye just goes, listen, I think it's real sweet that you think that we're capable of doing something like that. But the last time I checked, we can't teleport. We can't control people and make them hang themselves or cut out their eyes or whatever the hell. Not in my repertoire. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Don't forget, Faye. We, we don't have undead uh, werewolves either. Oh my god, you know what? You're so right, Vodum. Thank you so much for reminding yeah. me of that. Yeah, we don't have that either. <laughs> Unlike you, we also can't be in two places at once, so meh. But, but yeah, we oh are my heavy, god, uh, look at yeah. that. We're pretty good at killing undead werewolves, though. That is I true. Think. Haven't we taken you down, like, what, twice now? I mean, how many of you are there out there? You don't have to verbalize. You is could it just like maybe a cat? Like... Is it like a cat? Yeah, I mean, it's, look, if you could just, like, blink the amount of times that there are versions of you out there this is all fascinating <laughs> and i love the banter but i am in a bit of a rush oh i have i have mr polter and several of his associates in, in a situation so if i could just make this exchange with you i need to get back a situation yeah what kind of situation you can tell me you a and good I are one <laughs> he's like a good one for me I'm sure. I'm sure you think so. Well. Well, I'm here. <laughs> so this is important enough. So he puts his out. He says, Matt, would you open up the case and show it to me, please? Did he show us the thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's there. Okay. I'll, I'll open up the case and I'll show it to him. He says, I'm going to hand this to Miss Ross. If you would allow me to just verify that this is the real ones this time. Your little ruse cost me quite a bit of Oh, that's right. Time. The critical success on John's arts and crafts role. Oh that's why God. it took so long for me to initiate this event. <laughs> this thing, I'm like, how long would you know? And then I'm thinking, all right, by 32, they got to know by now. Like, somebody <laughs> had to figure arts it out. Arts and crafts with schoolie. <laughs> that's why, honest to God, it. This, th- this thing was supposed to be like another ramp up of the, of the whole Mueller story. Weeks and weeks ago, I'm like, oh, I got I know exactly where I want to insert it. And I'm thinking, they probably don't know yet. They probably don't know he rolled a critical. 
Somewhere, somewhere on a mountain in the Himalayas, John is just chuckling to himself as he scribbles on his little creepy wall. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy wall. <laughs> um, I, I let him take it out. I'm like, you know, that's fair. No, no, he's not taking it out in public. Oh, well, he no, just no, no. His... I mean, like, you know, I, <laughs> I open just the case. Wear like a cape, why don't you? <laughs> I open up the case. I kind of just, you know, angle it so that he can see in more. Chuckling to myself because John pulled a fast one. He puts his hand to it as he's handing Catherine the thing and he says, a Snatch. Yeah, I don't snatch. Um, <laughs> from him? This is from this him. Is different. Understood. Yeah. He puts his hand on it and his, he kind of looks and he says, Excellent. Well, that solves that problem. There's a case, please. And he takes it from you, right? You give it to him? Oh, yeah. Okay. He locks it. A man comes walking and he just puts it down by his side and grabs it and keeps walking. The guy's just. Boop, boop. And he's gone. He's moving. Cool. He's handed us the, the, the skin? Yep. yep. Okay. Can Vodum take that, ladies? Yeah, please. Take the skin. Yeah, please. By all means. It's one of your four, four it's ancestors, you know, Russians. Yeah. Is that why you want to take the skin? Or <laughs> No. I mean, first he would want to look at it closely because he's seen dead skin before. Um, <clears throat> just to make sure, you know, it's, it is what it I is. I think all of us have at this point. Yeah. If, you want, if you want to examine it, by all means, knock yourself the hell out make a uh spot hit does it weird me out that's a good clue all of us are just bottom just bottom if he's the one taking it if this bastard pull a fast one on us 32 um which is a hard success Woo! yeah it it's absolutely legit okay how how'd you pull this off this was not easy but we were able to get it done there will be i'm sure you if you subscribe to any russians news feeds you will see that there is quite a bit of commotion at the dig site but I would, let's just say that it came at them underneath. And he looks at you. Vadim kind of nods impressively. Like, wormy thing? Hmm. Did he team up with Pacella? I don't have to team up with anyone. I, didn't I wouldn't think you, you would. No, I'm just. What the? Impressive, sir. Tonka. Well, it seems that. Hmm. Unless this is, I believe this concludes our business. Yeah. You know, I just realized this is a black guy for Stalin as well. It's a double. Oh, yeah. It's a double whip. Bottom's having a. Bottom's like, I got to play the lotto. Yeah. Bottom's <laughs> like, this is a great day to be Russian, baby. It's a great. It's a great day to have a big red piece of gum and Ooh, let's walk around. Let's time the. Let's time the episode. I'm going to play the lotto and hopefully win a billion dollars. There you go. <laughs> Sheesh. You better share it with us. Everybody gets a house. <laughs> I just want. Hey. I just want my student debt paid off. So the house, yeah, that'd be real close. Just get a house. You can do whatever the hell you want with it after that. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, he um takes his hat, tips it. Excellent doing business with you, Miss Ross, Miss Dawson. Till next time. Hair, Hair Mueller. He looks at Vladimir and he says, "Yeah." <laughs> Till next time, and he walks away. And he's like six guys. Uh, you know, they start following around him, and he just walks out. But no, but smartest place to go, safest place to be. No one wants that shit in public. There's too many people, you know, and Catholic. Could you imagine the martyrdom if anybody pulled a machine gun? All these Catholics like, ah, pylon, as they're just trying to save the Pope. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. Good spot. They're shooting at the Pope. Yeah. Spot. Great. Good job. All right. So the uh, you have the item of power. Yeah, you have the item of power. Ella seems, uh, in your heads, you believe, may have taken care of Steiner because they left behind things that they touched and left and you, 
She had more than enough DNA on it to draw a magic spell. That's for damn sure. And she went to people who know how to do bad parts of magic. So that's what she did. Um, we'll catch up with Ella next time and find out if she wants to tell about how she went about it. My goodness. But, um, you know, I, I, I think I'm okay. <laughs> I don't think I want to know. You are not Eastern's curious. No, I'm not curious at all. In fact, I'm petrified. Um, I just want to call M section and have the bomb uh, removed from from my in laws' house. Yeah, maybe we should also check in with M section and just make sure that us, Sid, and his team are doing okay. Yeah, just, is uh, is the situation them? with Sid that he's bringing Sid's bones to the wormy thing? Well. At least to state um, it would be responsible to call in section and say whatever they're doing, Mueller is very aware of them. Um, mm. They probably already know that, but who knows? Yeah. So you get back to the hotel and you dial up at the frequency. At th- yes. We also need to get this skin away from us into safekeeping. I think we would have a follow-up meeting with Mateus right after. Yeah. We so let's do that. Well, we'll say he met you at 2 p.m. Yep. Mm-hmm. That gave you time to kind of you pass it off. Great. So now you have the tattoo, the bone, and the bo- the tattoo, the bone, and the Bible, and the yep. skin. The yeah, the the skin Bible. Yeah, you have the, the the Bible, right? The the one made the bound in skin, the tattoo from uh, Tamaris, the Scythian princess, mm-hmm. and you have the the real bone that you believe now, right? The yes. right the one, the right one from Rupkun. And and Uncle Banks is calling to can work on the flag, procure a flag from from France. I think he said they were the easiest ones to get it from. Guys, yep. we're halfway. <laughs> Actually, we're more than halfway yeah. once yep. we get that, puts that just over. Once we get that flag, we only have yeah. two more to go. Yep. So, Ooh. the conversation with M section, you you dial in at the right time. That um uh, I'm you're working the radio, I guess, or whoever. Well, sure. this is how we'll tie this whole episode together. And you hear um Reed here. Hello. Mr. Reed, this is uh, Vadim Gavrilov reporting in. Oh, Mr. Gavrilov. <laughs> Well, you picked a wonderful night, I, I'm, I'm sure. How's, hopefully things are well with you, sir. Uh, we are safe and well, yes. Um, are you, uh, is everything okay there? Well, I was uh, admonished not too long ago, but let me try to, uh, I'll say this as carefully as I can on an open channel, sir. Um, because shortwave radio, you know. Um, the team uh, elevated their game, um, found it a little tougher than they expected, and uh, currently are in a stalemate. Uh, we are sending reinforcements, but situation seems dire. Well, we are calling in to report uh, that um, um, we, um, we just had meeting in person with the, uh, with the captain of the team that they are playing against. And uh, he seemed to be aware of... Uh, of uh, of our team's playbook, if you know what I mean. Yes, um, rough patch that. I just wanted to make sure that you, you were aware of that, if that is any help at all. Mr. Gavrilov, you can see that we are on a particular cycle as far as um, where we're speaking currently. How we are speaking, yes? Yes, sir. You add 20 and then subtract 5. Write those set of numbers down and... Um, Give me a call. Okay. And the line goes, the, the radio goes dead. So you have a set of three, the, you know, you have the three plus the dot. Yep. Add 20 to it that, and then subtract five. And that should give you a series of numbers um, that you work out. And after trying one or two combinations, you're like, oh, there it is. And it, it rings and he picks up. And he goes, Mr. Gavrilov. Yes, sir. Um, yes, lady. If the ladies can, uh, if, 
share the speaker with you there, sir. I will, uh, I'll try to appraise as best as I can. Hi, Miss, hi, um, Mr. Reed. We're here. Yeah, right here. Oh, Miss Ross. Um, Miss Ross, I was meant to ask you, uh, Mr. Poulter, uh, in yeah. one of his messages, um, asked if you got his letter. Letter. Well, let, if you didn't, that's fine. We'll figure that out. Where um, did he send it? Don't know, ma'am. He just... Um, let me start at the beginning. There was a situation where we've captured... We were able to capture Miss er- Mr. Marston's mother. Um, brought her in for questioning. And Mr. Marston... Um, well, the Thule Society was not very pleased. So we put her on ice, so to say. And we created a decoy in Scotland. And had several of our magi guarding this decoy. Uh, it drew the Thule Society's response. Much more than we anticipated. Um, they came with a very large aircraft and brought in, uh, how do I say, special forces, really, uh, and kidnapped the three women who had been guarding the decoy. We took some of her blood and basically made mm, sort of a beacon, really, to make Marston and his allies think that she was in northern Scotland. Um, unfortunately, they broke through our perimeters and our magic wards, and they captured the ladies. So Sid and his team went to North Scotland and attempted to try to get them back, somehow found their way onto the Zeppelin, and now are pinned inside of it and radioing for help. So we are in a bit of a pickle here, but he did ask in the radio communique, if you hear from Catherine, could you ask if she got my letter? I wish with every fiber of my being that I had, or that I knew where he'd sent the letter to, but I don't. And I am so sorry. Is there anything that, I mean, God, we're... I didn't, I didn't know he sent one, ma'am. No, uh, is there anything at all that we can be doing to help? I'm not sure where you are currently. Uh, they, are in, they are over Edinburgh. Well, not that it's much use to you, but we're in um, Rome. Oh, beautiful city. Very. <laughs> <laughs> That's Reed. That's just, oh, beautiful city. It's great. What an idiot. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, so he says, um, no, unfortunately, ma'am, we, we are doing everything we can to, to bring them back. They are with a very talented man himself, Mr. Yonish, who does have some ability in getting people out of a tight pickle. But for some reason, pickle. Mr. Yonish hasn't been able hmm, – yes, hasn't been able to use uh, those skills for whatever reason. Not sure, not a mage myself. <laughs> you know, tip top, I'm uh, what they refer to as just a uh, standard, you know, a normie. <laughs> from, from one normie to another, hang in there. Well, I mean, I, I, what they're demanding is for us to bring Marston's mother to them, and they'll give us the team back. Okay. Um, oh, great. So like a hostage swap. So just do it. Well, Mr. Poulter wasn't very – didn't seem like that was his best – he he passed it on to us, but didn't seem like that's what he wanted us to do. But we're, we were, we're moving forward. D- General Fitzsimmons has some very good ideas, miss. We should be fine. Should be fine? Yes, ma'am. I don't like the should be. The, okay. So what – what is it with the theme of playing chicken with with the Germans? Like, how about just... Chicken? Irrelevant, okay? Just... Mm. Mr. Allard can have us there in a matter of hours. Are we... I mean, are we forgetting that Ella is still back in London? I mean, she could get up there, too. Uh, Miss Walcott's in London? Uh, she's not with you? Uh, no, she had a, a business to take care of. A field of. trip. Yeah, um, she's... She's there. Um, I would say, folks, you have a lot on your plate as well. We'll get Mr. Poulter. Unless you know how to fly or get to uh, somehow breach a Zeppelin, we, we are planning on making the a, a swap here in, well, several hours. Um, 
things will go well. Trust me. We have it under control for now. Enjoy Rome, and I will let Mr. Poulter know when I see him again that you have not received his letter. Ask him where he sent it. I could arrange for it to be sent on to me. Once we get him out of the Zeppelin, I'm sure he can radio contact you and tell you himself, ma'am. Of course. Getting him out of the Zeppelin, ensuring his safety, top priority. Oh, absolutely. Especially, I mean, Mr. Poulter and, and, oh my God, uh, the Chucks. We can't go without the Chucks. The Chucks? Yes, Charlie Calloway and Chuck Falloway. The Chucks, we call them here. What are, oh what are they, twins? They are not, ma'am. Chucks. One is a North American and the other one is a Canadian. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like night and day, am I right? Night and oh, day. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, so there's the Chucks, there's Sid, some guy named... And Mr. And Mr. Yonish. And Yonish, okay. okay. A lot of men. Well, where, where, are the, where are the women in this group? Where is, where is the representation? <laughs> We uh we did consider bringing Miss Walcott on, but she was more than she really wanted to stay with your lot and make sure that you were taken care of. So I'll I'll allow it. Well, that's good. <laughs> well, listen, I really must be going. Um, waiting yeah. for the general's report and uh, getting our pen in position back in Ed- up in Edinburgh. So, best of luck to you, Spitzpot, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Spitzpot, Reed. Yep. Good luck. We'll talk soon. Oh, thank you, Mister Gavrilov, and and to you, sir. And the line goes dead. All right, that's where we'll cut it for tonight. Good job, gang. You got, uh, yeah, you did a swap for the, uh, an item of power. It turned uh, a negative into a positive. The, um, Ella did a terrible thing, which worked out really well. <laughs> um, believe me, it's not. Ella really... committed dark blood <laughs> magic. Are we going to perhaps be privy to uh, Ella's little adventure there in a, a future? So that is, that, is Ella, that is Ella's solo. Nice. Amazing. Hey, listeners, get your Patreon on. You can hear that. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Players, great job as always. This uh, Cthulhu and Cairo continues to impress me with the storyline that you guys just keep adding to and building on top of. Um, The Patreon for uh, the solo adventure for Ella will be out soon, and it will describe what Ella had to go through in order to get that murder done. Um, We've come up with some really neat ticks we want to hit, so that should be a lot of fun, too. But from all of us at the college, thank you ever so much. As a matter of fact, someone called us the Bardic University the other day, people. Thought that was really nice. And uh, we'll just take it from there, and we will see you next time on uh, Cthulhu and Cairo. Good night, everyone. Can I just interject? It's more of a revenge killing than a murder, okay? Just saying. Damn straight, Scott. There we go. There you go. Well, Your Honor, I'd like to (laughs) – that's your closing arguments, the defense. I love it. It was more of a revenge killing, Your Honor, than a murder. Okay. Good. It was payback. Okay. Exactly. True. All right. Well, that's it from us. Good night. Good night, players. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin McLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.